0: Samuel McPherson asks, what is payable when? What are the steps for a first home buyer in New South Wales? Well, we won't just keep it in New South Wales, Emily. We'll go nationwide for all the good people out there. Indeed. So when we talk about... Placing deposits down and, and stamp duty and and the remainder of the deposit if there needs to be one. Let, let's start right back from the start. So we put an offer in. The offer's been accepted. Let's say it was five hundred thousand, and we need to put a form of deposit down to commit to that property. Now you can decide. You can put in the contract what that amount is, but commonly it's five or ten percent, right? So you work out what cash amount you're putting into the deal or equity, and the banks will tell you how much they're lending. So let's use the example of uh, 10% here. Um, Samuel, you would put in 50,000 um, before settlement. Now you might have 25 to get the deal done, and then 25. Uh, when settlement comes. And at that same time, the banks would release their funds that they're going to lend to you. um, And you would also pay the stamp duty at that time. You don't need to pay the stamp duty at the start when you commit to the property, but you do need to pay it on settlement unless you've gone into an off-the-plan apartment or something similar where it might not be due for two years completion, but you've got to pay the stamp duty uh, as soon as you commit to the property at the start.
1: I just want to unpack the logistics a bit more on the deposit because a lot of first home buyers get very confused around the percentage they're lending versus the percentage they're putting up for the actual deposit of the sale. So people were like, but are they two different things? How do they factor it in? So let's go with your example, John, of a $500,000 purchase. If you were for the total value of the 500000 putting 10% down, so $50,000, and that was the same figure that you, you gave, a 10% deposit at the time of signing um, and the contract uh, and the property is yours, that money basically sits in the agent's trust account until settlement rolls around. And when settlement day comes, they factor in that money that you've paid. So it's it's forms part of the overall deposit. I think there's a misconception that they're two different things. And I know being a first time, there's a lot of terminology to learn, but that money sits in the agent's trust account at settlement, the bank brings what they're going to bring to the table. They account for what's in the trust account. If there's a gap in anything, then you pay what uh, the remainder that's left over might be a few thousand dollars. Uh, And that all gets collated at settlement time. So don't be worried if you're confused by that. It confuses a lot of people. um, But just know that that upfront deposit you've paid for the sale of the property is factored in at the time of settlement.
0: Yeah, and I think that's why you, you don't need to be a math teacher, you can just use your conveyancer and they will spit the numbers and say, look, this is what you need to prepare yourself for in two days' time when the property is going to settle and they work it out with the, uh, the vendor's conveyancer. But I think, Emily, where I've seen people get confused is in this example, instead of putting down the 50 grand, uh, the 10% right when they commit to the property, uh, they might only put, say, $5,000 down or $20,000 down and then they lose side of what they actually have to put in just before settlement. I think that's where the, the grey area is for a lot of people. So Indeed. I hope that clears things. Samuel?
1: So another thing just on that as well, um, Samuel's asked like how long do you get to, to pay uh, things? So it's really about how much you pay up front versus the time frame for settlement. So If uh, you were still on a savings plan and you had a three-month settlement, you could actually factor in three months' worth of savings to go towards the completion uh, costs that are required for the purchase. Um, Settlements do vary and they are typically stipulated um, in your offer um, unless the vendor has something very specific that they've said, this is the only settlement time frame we're taking or the only settlement date that we're taking. Um, Generally speaking, uh, 45, 60... 90-day settlement is pretty stock standard across the board.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And they've also asked at what point do mortgage repayments start after purchasing? Well, if it settles on the 23rd of February, which is coincidentally today, generally they'll, the bank won't require another repayment for another month. Um, that's generally. But it's, it's, uh, it is varied, so just be prepared. I would personally have a month's mortgage repayments up my sleeve uh, as I settle.
1: Yeah, great idea. And every bank's different. So speak to your broker. I think that's hopefully clarified the points at which money is paid. And maybe just as a side note to touch on, don't be worried or stressed about that Money going. I know it sounds funny, but a lot of people get very upset when all that money goes and they forget that what it's going towards or the fact that they did spend a long time saving it. And if you've spent the time saving it, it means you know how to save and you probably can do it again. You've got the discipline to do so. Uh, A lot of first home buyers get very anxious of just seeing that money wiped out of their account. But it does mark a huge milestone, the fact that you've been able to collate a deposit and your stamp duty and you're on your way with your property journey. Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.